Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning. Happy Monday, Blue Jackets fans. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Jay Foster. I'm here to give you all of the latest and greatest and not so greatest news about the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, And if this podcast is not enough hockey for you and you need more, then Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. So it is August 2nd right now. Uh, Because the NHL is in their off-season, we will be dropping down to three days a week, so you will only be hearing me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next uh, couple of months, but I've got some great things planned. Uh, So hopefully, even though there'll be less content, I'll still make it fun. Uh, We're starting off today. uh, I sat down with uh, Jess Belmosto, who is uh, the host of Locked On Flames, but is a born and bred uh, Boston Bruins fan, to talk a little bit about Sean Corrali. So I'll get right into that. So the Blue Jackets have lost a lot of players over the past uh, couple of months. The departure of uh, Cam Atkinson, of Seth Jones, of David Savard, of Nick Foligno, of Riley Nash. I could go on and on and on. Uh, but we've also got some some new players. We've got some new boys to uh, to love. And we looked a little bit at Ada Boquist uh, last week with Jai Bushman. Get a little bit of a scouting report there. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, another one of our new boys. Uh, we're talking about Sean Corrali, who is uh, a good old uh, good old Dublin kid. Uh, played for the AAA Blue Jackets uh, and played at Miami University, uh, which is in Ohio. Apparently, I know I didn't know that either. Um, and we have got uh, Jess Balmosto here to talk about him. Uh, Jess hosts Locked On Calgary Flames, but is a born and bred Boston Bruins fan. So. Hopefully she's uh, she's got some some good insight for us to tell us you know what we should what we should know about Sean Corrali what we should what we uh, what we're going to enjoy maybe what we should keep an eye out for to uh, for him to improve on things like that so uh, I guess we'll we'll start with we'll start with the easy one uh, we talked about this a little bit off off mic uh, is it is it disappointing to lose Corrali in free agency. Um, no, mainly because I do think his time in Boston was just, he reached his ceiling there and, you know, it's kind of unfair to keep him and, uh, you know, hold him back. But I think that Columbus has a lot to look forward to with him coming home. Yeah, that's that was the the exciting bit. I think is everyone was like it was kind of a couple of days before we were hearing whispers. Uh, I know, like at the very start of the off season, people were like, "Oh, Sean Corelli's a UFA. What if he comes home? What if he comes home?" <laughs> um, and it turns out he he has. He's come home to Columbus. Uh, by all accounts, he seems very excited about it. Um, I know he's been skating with some of the guys that are in town for a while now. Uh, but so what uh, what should we know about about Corrali on the ice? Um, well, good news is that he doesn't take a lot of penalties. 
I think that that's like one of the most attractive things about him as a player is just that he goes out there and he does his job and uh, you really don't have to worry about him sending it to the penalty kill and making your special teams work hard. I think that um, just one thing about him is that he he's a strong defensive forward. I feel like he is, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call him like a top like 200 foot player, but I do think he does have a strong defensive game to his obviously offensive position. Uh, I really think that the 2018, 2019 playoff run was really, really great for the Bruins bottom six. And, um, you know, I think Sean Corrali, I don't have the numbers in front of me, unfortunately, but that playoff run, I feel like really uh, he carried the weight of the bottom six. And it's really exciting to see him bring that to a new team and hopefully, you know, elevate that lineup. Yeah, for sure. I'm just looking it up. He did have 10 points in 20 games in the 1819 uh, playoffs, which I mean, for a bottom six guy, I will take. I will yeah. take ten points in a in a deep playoff run from a from a bottom six guy. Uh, I feel like what his his role is going to be is to replace um, kind of the the Nick Foligno role. Mm-hmm. Not so much like off the ice in terms of leadership, but on the ice, Nick Foligno was that guy that was very strong defensively, kind of solidified our bottom six. Even though we were paying him like a top six uh, <laughs> forward, but that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, it's after a, a season that where we were kind of down defensively, it's good to know that we're bringing in people that can uh, kind of up that up that defense because I do feel like that is a strength of Columbus is that you know everyone kind of talks about it. We're, we're really hard to play against because we do have that defense first kind of attitude kind of sometimes at the detriment of uh, of, of uh, offensive production, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him. I remember again we talked about this a little bit uh just before mm-hmm. we start recording. I remember watching him in the 1920 playoffs, I believe it was, where Columbus played Boston in the second round. That, uh and I remember yeah, thinking, was- Oh hey, that Sean Crowley. Obviously he scored on us because that's what happens uh to the Blue Jackets, is that players that used to play for us and players that grew up here play really well against us. <laughs> um but I remember watching him then and then this off season when the whispers kind of started up of, oh, what if we get Sean Corelli? What if we get Sean Corelli? He's a UFA. Maybe he wants to come home. I was like, I wouldn't hate it. Um, Coming up in just a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Jess about Sean Corelli. But first, let's tell you about betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. They've even got all the Olympic sports you could think of. They've got BMXing, climbing, skeet shooting, whatever your poison is for the Olympics, you can bet on it at Bet Online. Uh, if you head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, Use promo code locked on or one word, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, there's promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook 
expert. And I also don't think the contract is uh, is terrible. It seems like it's a a, reason, a pretty reasonable contract for a guy that could ostensibly uh, play second or third line center on our uh, center depleted team. So what do you, what do you think about the the contract? He's getting, I believe, two point five million a year for the next four years, which seems pretty pretty palatable for a guy that can potentially play. A little higher in the lineup than he has been yeah I mean I I like it I don't really have any gripes with it other than the fact that I think he has like a full no movement clause um but I mean like I get it you know you have to work with what you got and whatever but like that just confused me <laughs> a little bit um especially for him who was like a depth player in Boston, but you know, maybe he'll see a shift in Columbus, but I, I think that that's a very good uh, bargain. And hopefully over these next four years, he, you you know, (laughs) I really don't want anything negative to happen, obviously in Columbus, but I would hate for the Bruins to lose, but uh, you know, maybe they meet again in the playoffs and I would absolutely love to see you know, some real success come his way. Yeah, for sure. Kind of touching again on the the fact that we have like one and a half centers on the Blue Jackets at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that Corrali, kind of you talked a little bit at the start about how he's kind of hit the ceiling in Boston. Obviously, Boston's one and two center roles were pretty kind of locked up. I mean, no one is pushing mm-hmm. Patrice Bergeron down the lineup. No one's pushing David Krejci down the lineup. Do you think that kind of contributed towards Corrali kind of maybe never really getting a look into that uh, top six oh, yeah. role? Absolutely. And then I think with the addition of Charlie Coyle, uh, that 2018, 2019 season as well, or the year after rather, uh, really limited him to that fourth line. I don't think that there was ever a chance for him to kind of you know break the glass and you know say hey guys like look what I can do because like you said no one is going to have David Krejci out of the lineup unless he's injured and you know you can toy around with moving Krejci up to the top line if Bergeron's out and you know move Coil to the second and okay you're gonna bump up Corrali to the third but like he's still a bottom six player so my hope is that he does see those, uh, you know, learning curves and those big milestones of, you know, jumping from that depth chart up to a top six player. Yeah, we kind of saw it a little bit with uh, with Roslovic when he was traded. He basically didn't get a look in in Winnipeg for whatever reason and then uh we got hold of him and basically I think we just kind of were like hey show us what we what you could do uh and he ended up I think he spent most of the most of the season either on that first or second line center spot and so I'm really interested to see if kind of Sean Corrali can have the same uh the same kind of jump in in his career obviously again it helps that Columbus is much weaker down the middle than mm-hmm. Boston, but I think every team except for maybe Pittsburgh is weaker down the middle than Boston. Um, so it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of 
whether he can come in and take take a role that maybe people wouldn't have assumed for him because that's the thing about Columbus as well is that it's we don't have and we don't even have like a number one center number two center like delineation if that makes sense we kind of just yeah. have a bunch of guys that can play and have played basically anywhere in the lineup I think um not last season, but the season before, I think there was some wild stat that was that said Boone Jenner had played every single forward position on the on the lineup. So he'd played that's crazy all three, all three positions on every single line at some point during the season because <laughs> it's just bonkers, just the, the wildest stat. Um, and so I can really see a guy like Corrali coming in and being like, "Hey, these guys don't have a number one center." You know, we've just picked up Jacob Voracek, who I assume is probably going to uh, partner up with Line A, but we don't have a player to center those two players. And so I could really see Corrali being like, hey, yeah. that's my opportunity, an opportunity that I was never going to get in Boston. So I'm going to go ahead and grab that with with both hands. So um, coming up in just a minute, I've got more conversation with Jess, but first to tell you about Built Bar. You all know by now, Built Bar is the best, most delicious, most nutritious protein bar in the entire world. They've got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate regular flavors. And I feel like every day they have a new limited edition flavor, stuff like grasshopper cookie or coconut brownie chunk. That's a really good one. That's what I had for breakfast this morning. Uh, they have banana bread, they have lemon almond cheesecake, they have toffee almond, they have just any kind of flavor you can imagine. If you wait long enough, I'm sure Bill Bar will make it for you. And not only are they delicious, they're also super good for you as well. So if you're the kind of person that goes to the gym or plays hockey or does any form of exercise, wants a little bit of extra protein in their diet, then Bill Bar is for you. Or if, like me, the most exercise you get is uh, taking the trash out, a couple of times a week, then Built Bar is for you as well. And here's the best bit. If you use promo code LOCKED15 when you go to Built.com, you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. On the on the flip side, though, is there anything about his game that uh, kind of not worries you, but is there anything that you'd like to see him kind of improve on or is there anything that kind of we should keep an eye out for and be like oh that's uh that's something that we have to keep an eye on if that makes sense oh you know I want to give him the benefit of the doubt of it just being a weird season this year but I feel as if it he just struggled um whether it be his speed or his playmaking ability I feel like he wasn't all there so um you know, hopefully with a new environment and a regular, um, you know, 82 game season, it will uh, kind of bounce him back to the Sean Corrali that everyone in Boston seemed to know and love. Yeah, just looking at his looking at his, his point totals for the last few years, it really does seem like he kind of dropped off a cliff this season he was slowly slowly increasing um, he only played 47 games um and he only had nine points in those games so that's uh not ideal but if you look yeah. at kind of his last three games he, he got 14 points and then 21 points and then 23 points and so 
I'm, I'm wondering if lingering injury or just you know I mean the the mental toll of playing hockey in a global pandemic might uh might have impacted that but yeah hopefully he can kind of get back to it uh because god knows we need the goals <laughs> Columbus we uh, yeah. don't score a ton of goals uh, and I don't think Sean Crowley is going to go out there and suddenly turn into a 30 goal scorer um but if he can uh, and again, he looks like he's probably more of a playmaker than a scorer, which I'm fine with. Uh, maybe, again, stick him with Voracek, Line A. Uh, they've got that kind of defensive stability that uh, people keep trying to give to uh, Patrick Line A um, instead of just being like, here, have a, have a, have someone who can play defense on your, on your line, <laughs> off you go. It was very much a, no, we're going to make you into a 200-foot player which drove me up the wall um so yeah I could see Brad Larson head coach just being Mm -hmm. like okay here you go here's here's Jacob Voracek here's a defensively responsible center who can also pass the puck pretty well see see how it goes um so Yeah. yeah I I uh I'm excited for this kid I think partially because it is you know the Columbus connection um and we talked about it off mic i do love when the columbus kids come home um i think of the there's been like five ohio born players in the nhl and (laughs) you've had three of them at uh at any given moment in time i believe um so so that's always fun uh but yeah thanks for uh, yeah Thank you for coming to talk to about talk to me about Sean Corrali. Oh my uh, goodness, of course. It's always a pleasure. If people would like some more Bruins content in their lives, maybe they want to keep up with uh, the fact that you stole our team dad, <laughs> Nick Foligno. Uh, where, can, where can people find you on, online? Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Um, I do tweet a lot about the Bruins, even though I host a Flames podcast. Um, obviously, listen to Locked On Bruins. Uh, Ian does a great job with that show and have to give him a lot of credit for keeping up with uh, kind of everything that's been going on in their world. And obviously, find me at Locked On Flames on the airwaves. That's about all I've got for today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-O-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, I will see you Wednesday, but until then, make sure you stay locked on.